What's up, everybody? Jimmy Kolb here, and welcome back to the Kolb Strong Power Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Got a video here we're doing. We're talking live on Instagram, which is right here. Going live there, and we're going to answer questions, uh, talk about training. We had a big week, and I uploaded that to YouTube, and I uploaded that to Instagram as well. And, uh, it was pretty fun, man. So we're going to just talk about the week, talk about Rob Farrell's, uh, the experience we had. It was fucking badass, by the way, going up to Rob's. Uh, 814 Barbell, F8 Customs, like private gym. And he was, uh, him and Tiff and his mom were extraordinarily uh, accommodating with us. And it was just a blast. So we're definitely going back up to Rob's. <laughs> um, I don't know if we'll be going up later this year, beginning of next, don't know, but, um, definitely, uh, sometime soon, so we'll see what happens, anyhow, uh, so we went up to Rob's, went up there Friday, from where we're at now, it's about a five and a half hour journey, um, not terrible, there was five of us in the van together, and, uh, you know, that, that, that kind of helped with, you know, we weren't bored. We had a lot to talk about. So that, that, that made the trip going up a lot better. Coming down, we were all like super fucking tired. <clears throat> and uh, that just kind of like made it worse. So the drive back was kind of sucky. But five and a half hours from Virginia to Shippenville, Pennsylvania. Got there mid-afternoon on Friday, late afternoon. Eight. Uh, got to Rob's house. He just kind of housed us in his basement uh, for free. Um, and we just kind of came and went as we pleased. Worked out Saturday around fucking like 11, 11 o'clock, give or take, and had a fucking fantastic day. Um, I, you know, kind of like one of those like when in Rome situations, um, you know, fucking uh, <laughs> when it robs. But we went and I, I was like, well, it's, it's the fourth r week of my rotation. So I redesigned my entire programming, my own personal program, which I've never done before. I've always just done my own thing. Uh, kind of done what I feel like doing, nothing special, but I went ahead and redesigned my entire training and it's working. So I have a f four weeks on a rotation and this was the fourth week, which means it's my heaviest week. And, uh, I was like, well, I'm going to go as heavy as I possibly fucking can. Started warming up. I don't do a lot of raw anymore. So I warmed up a little bit of raw, put a slinger on, did most of my warmups in a slinger, threw my shirt on and, uh, conducted my warm-up sets. I usually do what I call a break-in set, and that's where I take like a lightweight, I think it was like 750, and did uh, three reps, little quarter reps in the shirt, just not, no board, just trying to get kind of in that benching mode, uh, getting the shirt set, kind of just getting in the mood. And then I jumped to, I started skipping a thousand pounds. I don't do a thousand anymore before moving up. I go upwards of closer to 1,100 pounds. It's just easier. It's faster. So I went up to 10, I went from 750 to 1,075. Did that for a single to a two board. Went up to 1,235, hit that for a single right above a one board. I didn't touch too much shirt. Went up to 1,405, hit that to a one board, then ended up hitting the, the big uh, 1,450 pounds from the one board height. And I was... I think I went away for a minute. I'm not sure. Um, I've, I, I could tell you like, oh, the first time I handled a thousand, the first time I handled 12, the first time I handled 13, you know, 
even the first time, you know, six, seven months ago that I handled 14, the amount of shearing force, I, I actually got a freeze sleeve on my right forearm right now, it's, it's a little pissed, but the amount of shearing brute fucking force that I felt on my entire body was, it's the most one I've ever handled, so arguably it's the worst it's ever been, but, um, boy, it was, it was something else, I, I racked it, and I don't remember what happened after that for about the first two minutes, I think, I, I remember being up off the bench, and I remember a trash can being put in front of me, because I was about ready to irk, that's all I remember, I don't remember it getting off the bench, laying on the bench, it was, it was very strange, so, successful day, though, uh, overload, uh, su uh, successful, so very happy with that, 1450, I'll tell you, it's, oh, man, uh, when I was, when I was coming up with the weight, uh, I felt a lightning bolt run down both arms into my hands, so that was kind of shocking, <laughs> had a stinger go down both arms, that sucked, um, we had four hundreds and then five 25 kilo reds and then some change on the end plus the collars. Because we had the hundreds on there, I feel like, and I was talking to Rob about this, we had an F8 Customs like Sportcraft bench bar. And uh, I was sitting in the rack loaded. Somebody had walked by the bar and like nudged it with their hip. And that Sportcraft F8 bench bar started doing this in the rack. And I was like, Holy shit. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> so, any bar's going to bend and flex a little bit. But that, that sh I was like, I, that, I've, not, I've not had to mentally convince myself to do something in a really long time. That was extraordinarily intimidating, I'm not going to lie. But, we, but I did it. Lay down and did it. Um, if we didn't have the hundreds, if they were like all kilos, it would have been a lot more compressed. Uh, the bar would not have been turning into a pool noodle while sitting in the rack. So that's the hundreds is definitely a problem. We'd, we'd need to have all kilos with that kind of weight on the bar. <sighs> 50 pounds away from handling 1,500 pounds for the first time. Kind of crazy. Kind of stupid. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, my buddy Dino had a really big bench. He hasn't benched his equipment in like two or three months. He benched 950 from a two-board height. Super proud of him. Uh, uh, my buddy Zach, he was experimenting with some shirts. Uh, he ended up handling 675, which is like 80 pounds above anything he's ever handled before. Uh, Brian hit a 615 to a one board, all time PR for him. Rob, uh, when I went up to my first warm up way at 1075, he handled 1075 and hit it from a two board height, which that's the most weight he's ever handled before. Super fucking cool. Tiffany was benching on the other bench. Um, and her, uh, Rob's mom was, was benching as well, and there was a few others. Logan Shady, obviously, was there. My handoff guy in the middle, awesome. My buddy Owen was there, deadlifting and squatting, my handoff guy. We all had a fucking blast. It was just fucking cool. Really, really cool. Let's see what we got here on IG. We got Matt. What's up? Matt Brooks is on here. What's up? Toby Hurley says, almost my total. I got to get better. <laughs> no, hey, it's, it's also a training lift. Yeah, I understand. Uh, you know, so once I do it on the platform, I mean, I'm doing 1400 pounds this year or beginning of next it's happening. I am 
more confident than I've ever been that I'm going to fucking do it, um, especially after this weekend. Uh, 1400 was not intimidating at all. I had to get prepared for it, but 1450 was the only one that I had to like really, I, I had to like sit down for a minute and like just focus, which I almost never have to do these days. It's just kind of like, it just kind of comes to me. What we got here? I got to stay hydrated, so I apologize. You got any advice on getting into Multiply? Um, yeah, just do it. Just start doing it. There's no... I, I couldn't give you, you know, specific pieces of advice that's going to, like, make a huge difference. Basically, get your equipment. What I, what, all right, what I will say is, if you're just getting into Multiply, do not buy your shit brand new buy used equipment get on ebay get on the facebook marketplace get on multiply powerlifting on facebook they got guys that are selling shit all the time buy stuff that's used so that you can learn it easier if you get into multiply you buy all brand new shit you've never done it before it's going to be a rude awakening and it's not going to be fun so get used equipment find a crew that knows what the fuck they're doing who's going to be spot you and ask questions those are my three biggest tips i suppose if i had to narrow it down. Do you have any health issues, chronic injuries now? Nope, I got none of the above. I'm good to go. Heavy, happy, and healthy, my three H's. <laughs> Let's see. Best accessories to help close grip bench. That's, I don't know. Well, close grip bench is meant to kind of build the other bench, so I don't really, I don't know, just, uh, it's a tricep dominant lift, so if you're having trouble with it, you need stronger triceps, I guess. Let's see what we got here. <clears throat> Definitely find used gear. Great advice. Yep, absolutely. That's yep. That's the one. That don't buy new. If you're doing single ply, I would be like, well, you could, but like multi ply, don't don't buy brand new. Don't do it. <sighs> Let's see. The barbell by finally making the switch to multi ply. Got a shirt from Tony. C, I think that's Tony Carlino, I'm assuming, which is brand new. It's a three-ply evil twin. Any advice? No one seems to use them. No one seems to use them. Uh, I have one. I liked it in the gym. Never competed with it, though. Um, it's designed to be multiply, so it's triple-ply. That's good. Oh, I just drank a weight gain shake, so like I'm burping, so I apologize. Uh, any advice? I don't know. They're, they're easier to use in a katana, so you, you have that at your advantage. Just work down the boards. First workout, go to a three. See how it feels. Next workout, go to a two, go to a one, go to a half, touch. That's the easiest way to learn a new shirt. Um, if it's brand new, it's going to be a little bit of break-in period, but the material just gives and gives. And then Titan's not making that shit anymore, so that's the other thing, too, is like, once you get a ha your hand on one, it's kind of a relic. So if you have it and you like it, or if you have it and you don't like it, hang on to it because it might be worth some money someday. If you're like, hey, I got this evil twin, this triple ply, it's almost brand new, you don't like it, you can sell it for a lot of money. Oh, Keith Stitch's on here. My wife is staring at me as you say, buy used multiply gear. <laughs> I'm not telling, I'm just, I'm suggesting, <laughs> more or less. Any advice for recovering from a heavy bench day? Currently using a two-loop. Aha, two-loop. Not, not two-ply, two-loop. Awesome. Uh, F8 band and getting blown out the next day. Uh, have more time in between your bench sessions. 
you need more time to rest, that's one thing. Um, it just depends on what's hurting. If you, like me, I'm, my fucking arm is sore from Saturday with 1,450 pounds, so I'm trying to, I did cupping, well, it's now it's, it's not cold anymore, but I cupped my arm, I don't know if you can see all that, but here we go, there you go, I cupped the shit out of my arm, uh, that's been, that's been helping a lot, uh, I do ice, I do heat, I do compression, <clears throat> I have a TENS unit that I'll use from time to time, but cold really fucking helps me, so, it just depends on what's hurting, if it's your arms, if it's your body, it's, there's a lot of different things you could do. Do you do any kind of wrist work, prehab, rehab? I do a shitload of wrist work. A metric shitload of wrist work. Um, prehab and rehab. Well, prehab, rehab, I do a bamboo bar uh, from uh, Jim Seitzer with Band Bell. Got a t-shirt sitting right here. I was just wearing a minute ago. Yeah, look at that. Respect the bamboo, huh? <laughs> yes, get yourself a Band Bell earthquake bar if you don't already have one. I use that thing about twice a week on non-bench days. That keeps my shoulders happy and healthy. Not heavy, but two H's out of three, right? Happy and healthy. And then also builds them internally. Builds all those little small muscles, those rotator cuffs. Every time you have reciprocating motion like this, the shoulder muscles have to fire over and over and over again. So it builds the internal shoulder. So, but yeah, I do a lot of wrist work, a lot, a lot of forearm work, yes. Matt says, I've heard you mention that your training is for endurance under a heavy load, granite capability, and one or two other things. Can you remind me of those other two things? Yes. Uh, muscular endurance under a heavy load, work capacity, granite capability, and absolute strength. You need all four. So absolute strength, granite capability, work capacity, muscular endurance under a heavy load. Hope I didn't stutter. <laughs> I tend to stutter when I'm trying to talk fast, right? Let's see. Cool. We're caught up. Uh, please, if you have more questions, that's what I'm here to do is answer questions with y'all. Uh, otherwise, I'll just keep talking about training and up-and-coming things, things of that nature. Do you do back and legs also? Yes, I do both. I've not been doing a lot of legs, uh, but uh, my patrons on Patreon, uh, by the way, 10 bucks a month if you ever want to subscribe. It's Kolb Strong on Patreon, 10 bucks a month. And I upload all the training that I do week by week by week, five days a week, all my training, every set, every rep, every movement I do is on Patreon. I use it kind of as an advertisement like it's all the behind the scenes stuff that you never get to see uh, that leads to my big benches. Um, so for those who are on Patreon have noticed I've not been doing a lot of legs. Uh, I don't have been doing a lot of squatting to take the pressure away from my shoulders so I can keep benching really heavy. I've been doing deadlifts. I do a shitload of back work. I'm kind of getting back into the leg thing. I haven't quite gotten there yet, but I'm going to start squatting again, trying to gain some more mass and more weight. I'm sitting at like 330 pounds right now. I want to gain a little bit more, so I have to start working the lower body. God damn it, I hate working lower body. <laughs> the lean team. What hurts more, single ply, multiply, or band shirts? Single ply hurts the worst. Um... But it's always relative to the equipment. But single ply always hurt me worse because it's one single layer that's worn excruciatingly tight. That's the only word I can describe. If you well, if you wear it correctly, you should wear it excruciatingly tight. Um, and I used to I used to actually bleed down my arms. I'd have missing skin hanging off on little strings, blood running down my arms, face blown out, just horrible with single ply. 
multiply that's eh. extra layers but you wear them bigger so it's not quite as intense band shirts you can argue that they hurt worse only because the weight you're handling is heavier the way you can use in like multiply or single ply but I, I would say at the top of my list single ply hurts the absolute worst so yeah but we're uh Man, coming off of a really good weekend. Like I said, I redesigned my entire training. Uh, the training I've been doing for the last two and a half years has brought me my 11,000 plus pound bench attempts in competition. I have officially benched 11,000 uh, pounds or more 11 times in meets these last two years. The training I did for that has been working up until this meet I did in Erie uh, last month in June. July. Yeah. Was it June? A couple months ago. I don't know. So I had to take, I had to be an adult and take all that training, fucking crumple it up and throw it in the fucking trash can and start over. So I have a self-designed rotation that I'm doing right now. I just completed my first official rotation and I'm starting to see my weekly PRs again. Um, I took my two-ply fate, uh, bench shirt, on uh, my second week. Uh, that was the shirt that I used to win the WPO bench bash in Florida this year. Uh, bench 1140 pounds down there. I tripled 1145 in that exact same shirt with no modifications, uh, from a one board height. Huge PR. My previous best triple with that shirt was like 1100 flat. Oops. Sorry. And then, uh, the third week, I was in my triple-ply uh, fate shirt, and the most weight I'd ever benched with that shirt, just three layers by themselves, was like 1,200 pounds, maybe 1,209 or something weird in kilos off of like a one-board height. Ended up doubling 1,302, 100-pound PR, and then I doubled it. That was huge. And then this week, the, my fourth week of the rotation minus the deload week that I had last week. I had a deload week between the third and fourth week to kind of give my time extra time to recover. Uh, hit a 1,450-pound one-board uh, training lift this weekend at Rob's up in Shippenville, Pennsylvania. So week uh, <laughs> first rotation, raging success. Uh, so I'm starting back over. Uh, because my arm is so goddamn sore right now, um, this week is going to be, it might be another deload week. I'm not really sure if it'll be a deload week or the official start, uh, week one of my second rotation. I'm not sure yet. I'll just have to see how the week progresses. <clears throat> yes, it is actually called the fate bench shirt, Matt. <laughs> I've been saying it wrong. I've not been corrected. I've been saying it wrong for the last uh, year. And I've been saying it wrong. It is the fate, yes, fate bench shirt. Um, I'm trying to rise. I'm trying to raise the Titanic from the bottom of the Atlantic. For how long I've been calling it the F8, but it is, it is in fact called the fate. So I'm slowly starting to kind of like come out and refer to them as what they're meant to be called. So my bad, but everybody calls them that. I've only ever heard of them called fates once I got one up to Rob's. I'm like. Y'all could have texted me, like, a long time ago, <laughs> and I could have been saying it right this whole time, but, uh, so, yes, there we go. Let's see. Toby, thank you. I appreciate that. 
Barracuda Bart's on here. Is making large jumps more your CNS is trained for, or is it strength-related? Uh, I'd say it's a combination of both. Um, so, big jumps, I think he was referring to. I, I described the uh, workout that I did on Saturday leading up to the 1450 training lift that I did. Uh, I went from my last slinger set was like 525. Then I put my shirt on, jumped to 750, tripled that, little floating reps. And then um, went from 750 to 1075 for a single, then to 1235 for a single, 1405, and then 1450. Um, a lot of that is because my CNS is very, very adapted to these weights. I was not adapted to 1450. That's the first time I've ever handled that weight in my entire fucking life. And it hurt. And I'm paying for it. Uh, but all the weights before it, I can make those jumps. Um, one, I'm not going to get injured because I'm, I'm not doing anything stupid. I'm in equipment and my CNS is well adapted. Um, so it, it is also, you know, the strength aspect as well. I've just been doing it for so long with all these weights. So it's a combination of both of those things. <laughs> Matt says, I've been calling it the wrong thing since they came out. Me too. And I just blew everyone's mind. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> Fate bent shirts. Fate, not F eight. Uh, Brandon K. Any tips or tricks to break in a new single ply shirt? I just got an Inzer Rage with a closed back. Cool. I like, I like the closed back on single plies. Uh, you have to break in those fibers correctly. Okay. Uh, so for the first three workouts at least i'd say even maybe four because it's an inzer and it might blow out i'm not saying it will but it's an inzer <laughs> sorry uh so what you want to do is prevent a blowout so let's just say i don't know how much you bench i'm just going to say you bench 500 pounds so i'm just easy numbers so we're all on the same page first workout take 225 and take it out and just do little quarter reps but you're letting all the weight sit on the shirt you're not resisting it you're letting all the weight sit on the shirt little quarter reps just like three sets of 10. Uh, if you want to do it the same workout, you can. Go up to like 275. Do like two sets of 10. Just little, little quarter reps. Just nothing nothing major. Second workout, 315. Same thing. Quarter reps, quarter reps, quarter reps. You have to slowly start to break in those fibers over time. If you go in there and you just try to take a weight down to a two board, it might blow out. So break it in slow. By the fourth workout you should be able to start taking heavier weights down to like the lower board, like two board. And then by the fifth workout, two board, one board. And then maybe by the sixth workout, you know, maybe one board, half board. And then if you can touch a half board, you can touch full range. Um, you will have to, however, practice full range so that you know uh, what it's going to be, how it's going to work when you go full range. Let's see. It was called the Kruger at one point. Yeah. Now they're just all called, like, fate bent shirts. So, let's see. Interesting question. What would you say your final bench goal is? Hmm. I don't know. My immediate goal, my next goal in a meet is to do 1,400. I've said that my ultimate goal is to bench 1,500, three-quarters of a ton. But I don't know. I won't know if that's, like, 
my final goal because it's never enough. That's one of our slogans with our Colb Strong is uh, that it's never enough. So I could get to a 1,400-pound bench, a 1,500-pound bench, and that might be it. And then, or I might want more. You know, why not? If I can do 15, why not do 1,600? You know, why not do 1,700? Fuck, why? Why not do 2,000 pounds? I, I don't. I'm not. I'm just. I don't know. I, I can't really answer that. But I do know immediate goal is 14, long-term goal is 15. But I cannot say whether that's my final goal. I do not know. Alexander's on here. Papa Fozzie says, I still have an Inzer HD Blast shirt from 2003. That was high-tech in 2003. <laughs> if you wanted, like, top-end extreme which is kind of like the band shirts right now. The top end extreme was like double denims, like Enzers and Karen Kleins. So, yeah, HD Blast, man. <laughs> Matt says 2000. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know if... I do know for a fact, now that I've gotten within 50 pounds of 1,500 pounds, I do know for a fact, whether it's me or somebody else, a 1,500-pound bench is humanly possible with time and adaptation. But 2,000? Hey, limits are fiction, okay? So I'm not going to say it's not possible. Oh, Owen's on here too. What's up, buddy? Eld, I don't know, I can't pronounce. What's your raw max? Don't give a shit. Let's see. <clears throat> How long would you say it takes to progress your bench by 100 pounds or... How many pounds do you progressively overload by? Hmm. Uh, first part, how long would it take, say it takes you to progress your bench by 100 pounds? I can say that from 19 years old to 20 to 21, my bench went up 100 pounds a year. So at 19, I benched 700 pounds for the first time. At 20, I benched 8. And by 21, I benched 9. So, but that doesn't happen all the time. Um... So it's really hard to answer. How many pounds do you progressively overload by? A good overload is like two to two hundred fifty pounds over your max. But if you were gonna, if you were a five hundred pound bencher and you wanted to overload, you wanted to handle seven or seven fifty, I would tell you to just hold it at the top and do a static hold for like ten seconds. We have to think about bone mass, guys. We have to think about bone mass. Uh, you start making too big a jumps too quick, too often. People can snap their snap their bones, so you have you have to keep that in mind. Build bone like you build muscle slowly over time. Adaptation over time. <clears throat> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Have you ever had to deal with wrist pain? Yes. Discomfort when taking heavy loads? Absolutely. And if so, what have you done to help fix that? Uh, I talked a little bit about that earlier. Um, I just had a free sleeve on. These are fucking awesome. I think you can get them on Amazon. They have this website. It's called Freeze Sleeve. Uh, I have like three of these things. I rotate them. 
Uh, they, they only last about 20 minutes before it warms up with your body temperature, but it's like colder than ice for a while. So I use freeze sleeves on my arms. I do heat compression. Uh, I, I do cupping, which you can actually see I did all them shits. <laughs> I did that. So I, I cut my forearms. That really fucking helps. I'll tell you what. Scraping and massage, that's all working on one plane. When you cup, it's pulling the muscle on a completely different plane. So that's what I've been doing. Alex is driving home from bench night just listening in. Cool, man. If anyone can do it, it's Jimmy Kolb. <laughs> like I said, you know, I was, um, thankfully, <coughs> thankfully, I was, <coughs> hold on. <coughs> I inhaled <coughs> some spit, I think. Thankfully, I was raised by my mother, not my father. And she taught me not to believe in limits. Um, so I, I had, I have that to my advantage. Um, so I, I don't want to say the 2000 pound bench will never happen. It could happen, you know, uh, will I be able to do it? Eh, I don't know. I don't know if I have enough time. I mean, you know, I'm 32 right now. If it takes me two more years to get to 15, I'll be 34. I'm not getting any younger, you know, as a powerlifter, we get older and older and older. As a human being even, but like, you know. <sighs> but we'll see, you know, one step at a time. I gotta tackle this, uh, this 1,400 pounds first. Uh, Matt, do you oil your skin when you cup? I do... Oh, what the fuck is it called? I, I do a, a... What's that clear stuff you put on tattoos? Uh... A cream. It's like a real thick cream you put on tattoos. It's uh, they got no scent to it. I had it here last night. What the fuck I did with it? I don't know. Uh, so I don't oil them, but I put that uh, cream on. It's kind of like lotion almost, and that helps like the skin get sucked up into the cup easier. But I also have like a lot of hair right fucking here on the outside of my arms. So I have to like, see like right there. I probably have to shave. I tried to like cup like here and here and like down near the wrist. And I, and I, I couldn't because the hair was like not creating a good seal. So if I want to cup in more places, I have to shave my fucking arms. So, but the, but the, the lotion I used helped like, make it more malleable and the skin was getting sucked up in the cup better. Uh, let's see. I've been using Jub... 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 How do you... Jujubo? Jujub... Jujubo... Oil. <laughs> Fuck. Never heard of it. <laughs> it seems to help pull out more skin into the cups. Cool. Okay. Yikes. I, uh, fuck, I butchered that one. Um, Alex, how does a young lifter apply for the scholarship? So we have the Colbstrong Scholarship. We raise $1,000 and give it to young athletes. They can apply by uh, the January of every year. So the next January 1st to the 31st. 31 days in January? Yeah. And they, uh, they fill out an application. They tell us their story. Uh, 
they can go to the Colbstrong uh, Scholarship website, so it's colbstrongscholarship.com, and there's directions on what you know, about what it is and how to apply. Uh, we get, we accept applications the entire month of January. We have a board of people that review all the entries, and we unanimous, unanimously decide. You know, if we, if we get 50 entries and we have five athletes we can sponsor, we pick five athletes that need it the most out of those 50. Um, so they have to apply in January via going to the website and filling out the form. Let's see. Cool. We're caught up. So um, <clears throat> let's talk more about – until I get more questions, let's talk training. So what's going on this week? Uh, again, I'm trying to recover from that uh, that 1450. And we just got to – What's up, brother? How are you feeling after that 1450? Well, I guess I'll talk about it again. It's, uh, I feel like shit. Um, after I racked the weight, the thing was, because we had hundreds on the bar, it pushed the weight really far out on the collars. And when the weight was just sitting in the rack, this is a F8 uh, Sportcraft bench bar with a 2,500-pound capacity. It was sitting in the rack, and someone nudged it, like walking by, and the bar just fucking became a noodle in the rack. I was like, holy shit. Like, I'm going to crawl underneath that thing. Um, so, if we had all kilos, it would have been a lot more compact. And it wouldn't have been so whippy. But when I took the weight out, if you watch the arm that's visible in the video, when I come about halfway down, you can actually see my elbow do this. Because I'm having to correct the bar whip going back and forth. Um, and then when I came back up with it, when I'm getting to the top of the lift, I had to correct the whip. So I had to correct whip twice and, uh, fucking hurt. So I'm, I'm not feeling too sharp right now, but I got a kind of a deload week. Uh, it'll only be the full deload week or it'll be the first week of my new self-designed rotation, which is a light, uh, week. So we'll see. I feel like shit right now, but we're, we're working on it. And Tim, F8 equals fate. You're correct. Yes, the fate bent shirt, not F8. We got to pull that Titanic back off the floor of the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, we've been saying F8 for so long, it's time to correct. Uh, they are the fate bent shirts. Cool. Which is kind of cool. A little bit cooler than F8. Anyway, uh, so we I was thinking about doing a meet in November. Not sure if we're doing that now. I was talking to Rob about it. I was going to go to the IPA... Uh, Pennsylvania States, which I always go to in November. That's the week prior to Thanksgiving. But they use pound plates, Iron Wolf bench bars, and you know, a, a decent bench with fa with body savers. That's a must. But because of the experience we had at Rob's this weekend with the 400-pound plates plus kilos, and the, you know there was like three half three and a half four feet of bar taken up of just just weights and we we were dealing with a lot of bar whip so i don't th to do 1400 pounds me and rob were talking it's probably going to take um the f8 bench bar plus all kilo plates in order for that to be to be possible i don't think it's going to happen on a bar that's not an F8 bench bar and with pound plates. It, it's going to have to be done with a F8 Customs uh, Sportcraft bench bar and all kilos. So 
I'm definitely going to York. I got some guys that want to go do it. I'll be there, but I don't know if I'm going to actually compete. <sighs> Paul says, I just got the new Dark Side Colossus bed shirt. This is an awesome shirt. The sleeves actually lock onto your arms. Well, cool. I hope it works wonders for you. Absolutely. Um, I know uh, Elick makes good product, and I'm glad you are getting success out of um, it. I'm assuming you're getting good success out of it, so... Uh, it's got a cool design. Uh, is that the Colossus? Is it? Is it? Uh, is it like the? Um, is it like the Warlord? Just like with a different material, or is it a whole different shirt altogether? Because I know he had the Warlord with his like red material. So I, I'm assuming the Colossus is just like the Warlord, but with like a stronger material. I'm not sure. Gotta stay hydrated, y'all. So I'm getting back on some monohydrate creatine here soon. As uh, uh, prescribed by a, a friend of mine in Ohio, you know, he's, he's like, "What are you taking right now?" I'm like, uh, "Weight gain." He's like, "That's it." I just I was on, on weight gain, which has been doing wonders for me. Uh, I got off the weight gain a couple months prior to going to Erie to do the IPA Strength Spectacular, and it showed. I was weak. I was underprepared. I managed a 1,200 pound bench. Woohoo! You know, that's fucking old news. And that's all I could do. I felt worn down. I felt tired. I was not on my weight gain. And I was in a caloric deficit for two months leading up to the Erie, Pennsylvania uh, competition. Got back on the weight gain the following week. I realized, whoa, you know, when I was doing the 1,320 and winning the bench bash and the baddest bencher, I was on weight gain full time. So got back on the weight gain and now I'll be fucked. My body weight's going up and my bench weight's going up. So I'm on weight gain right now, a lot of it. I just ordered a 10-pound bag from a site called Muscle and Strength. Go to Muscle and Strength. And uh, right now they're doing a lot of deals. Uh, it's called Muscle and Strength. You, t you type in what you're looking for by product or by brand. And right now they got all these fucking sweet deals. I know the Gaspari weight gain... 12-pound bags is being sold on that site for $35 a bag. You can get 24 pounds of weight gain for like 70 bucks. So I went ahead. I don't. I wasn't sure about the flavor. I've tried it before. I didn't like it. I got my BSN uh, weight gain. It's called True Mass 1200, a 10 or 12-pound bag for, I think, 50 bucks. So go to Muscle and Strength and look at their deals. There's a shitload of shit that's on, on deal right now. So I'm gonna, but then my buddy Fabi said, "Well, hey, why don't you get back? Why don't you try and take a creatine monohydrate?" And I'm like, "Hmm, I haven't thought about that. <laughs> as long as I'm still natural, I need to take as uh, as much advantage as I can with uh, other things. So like, you know, vitamin D and K2, uh, all these recovery tools I'm trying to do and implement uh, the weight gain for the caloric uh, factor." And then I'm going to try this, uh, it's actually micronized monohydrate. It's by a German company. God damn it, what is it? I forget. It was 50 bucks for 200 servings. It's like a big, big fucking thing. Uh, so it's a German company. I forget what it's called, though. But it was one of those deals. It was one of those deals I got on Muscle and Strength. So go check out that site. They got a lot of supplements for great fucking deals. And Paul says, yes, just like the Warlord, and it is a four-ply. Cool. Hope it works for you. 
Barracuda Bart, what was this a shirt you used before? Um, are you talking to myself or Paul? I'm not sure if. Okay, I'm not sure. Was this a shirt? I, I'm just, if you're talking to me with like the workout over the weekend uh, with my 1450 training lift, yes, I had used that shirt probably on Saturday. Okay. Um, it's my electric blue full custom four ply from Rob. And I had used that shirt probably four or five times, four or five total sets. So not, not a lot. It's it's made with his, uh, stiff wrap material and it's really fucking hard to make work. That's a 1400 pound shirt. I took that shirt to Erie I benched 1,200 pounds on my opener and my triple ply, put the four-ply electric blue one on for 1,300, and it locked up in the bottom, and I ended up actually tilting backwards, and I had to abandon the lift. That is not a 1,300-pound shirt. That is going to be the shirt that I use to attempt my 1,400-pound bench. So hopefully this year, if I can find a meet that has a good bench, body savers, kilos, and an F8 bench bar. <laughs> um that's going to be it. That's, that's so, yeah. Um, it, it worked really well this weekend though. It worked really, really well. Oh, Cody Plum. What's up, Cody Plum? How we doing guys? So we're just gonna, we're just answering questions. Please. If you have questions, pop them in here, uh, live on Instagram over here. Uh, I'm also putting this video up on YouTube, uh, kind of a benching and bullshitting, uh, episode here. So ask away, please. This is why I'm here. I've still got approximately 20 minutes before Instagram will kick me the fuck off. Matt says, still doing dividends IPA meet in February. I am planning on. I am fully committed to doing that meet. Uh, unless I'm injured or hurt, which well, I've never been that way, so we'll just have to see. But yes, um, he told me he's got kilos. I'm bringing my two bars to that meet. I have the Sabretooth bench bar for the warm-up area, and I have my F8 bench bar, my copper F8 bench bar for the platform. So, yes, I will be there. I'm bringing my two bars he got me an Airbnb. I think his sister owns it, so it's like a sweet deal. Um, and I'll be there, yes. Because me and him actually discussed, like, what time of the year it should be. So me and him collaborated on, like, the date, which I believe is February 4th. So I will be there for that one, absolutely. Um, but, man, yeah, it's... Anthony Poole says, come to my meet, Jimmy. What, uh, well... When and where, and I need details and dates. So, you tell me what's going on. To Toby says, thank you for the bars you're bringing. You're welcome, because he doesn't have any specialty bars. He, I, we were talking about it. It's like, well, hey, if I do this meet, you know, I'm going to need specialty bars. I have two of them. I'll bring my bars. You supply the kilo plates and a good bench. And uh, what else? And he offered to house me. So I'm like, okay, cool. So yeah, that'll be fun. Anthony Poole. IPA sanctioned December 3rd. Okay, that's far enough out. That's good. Ogden, Utah. Uh, we have face savers. Okay. Ogden, Utah. Where the fuck is Utah? Um... I feel like that's far away. I'm not sure if that'll be a, what I can make. I'm sorry. 
financially speaking, that's it might not be possible for us to make that trip. Alex said, Amy did say if you'd like to bring your plates and bench, she would make an accommodations for you. There's an option. Oh. Hmm. If you'd like to bring your plates and bench. Hmm. Mm hmm. I will, I will log that away because, yeah, I'll log that away. Um, wow. I would probably even bring. Well, the be the bench is fine. Al, your your guys's bench is is f fantastic, phenomenal bench. No problems with the bench. Um, what I would have to bring is. Kilo plates. Oh my god, that'd be so fucking. That's a lot of plates. But I will, I will, I will log that away. I have, I'd have to bring my plates and bar. Your guys' bench is fucking fantastic. But those two, th the bench, the the barbell and the plates, I'd have to bring. But they'd be available for the entire meet. So I'd have to talk to my gym owner about it. The barbells are mine. That's not a problem. Um. Okay. Thank you. Well. Uh, We'll talk more on that. That's a nice offer. Thank you very much. Anabolic goat. Hmm. <laughs> An anabolic goat. How would I implement training for a banded shirt to become stronger, such as sets, reps, and accessories to build weakness, such as triceps and back? Loaded question. Implement training for a banded shirt. Well, you got to train in the band shirt once a week, minimum. Uh, work down the boards. So you, learn, so you learn the shirt. Once you learn the shirt, I would suggest one boards and half boards and the occasional full range touch. Do triples, doubles, and singles because you can handle the most weight that way. Secondary bench day, do what you want. I don't bench raw anymore because fuck it. Uh, but if you want to bench raw, go ahead. Got to build super strong upper back and super strong triceps. Train back like a bodybuilder. Hit triceps super heavy. Hit triceps super light. High reps, low reps, you know. There's a lot of ways you can do things. Thomas. Utah is east of Nevada State, west of Colorado, south of Ohio, Idaho, in between all three. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. Okay. I didn't know how far west it was, and it's just not going to be financially – we're not going to be financially set to make that trip. Uh, we're in Virginia. We're <laughs> We're pretty far away. Because we'd have to fly, and then we, we're we not going to be able to afford tickets. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, man. Matt says, I didn't get to shirt up last week, but I took four or five with 80 pounds of chains in the single loop. Aha, single loop, not single ply. Single loop Widowmaker. Cool. That's uh, that's almost 500 pounds in a single loop Widowmaker. Got new Cheetu Ma Band tool to try out this week. What the fuck is a Cheetu Ma Band? Cheetah... Cheetama band. Cheetama. Cheetuma. Not sure what that is. Tim says, Rob now offers a five and six ply custom. Yes. Uh, we were talking about that when I went to see him over the weekend. And uh, he says that six layers is about all his machine can handle as far as thickness. I'm, I'm thickness, yep. Yeah. Thickness. Uh, he has to consider how as a needle and as a industrial sewing machine, he thinks that six layers is about the limit on how 
much uh, band material he can penetrate. And yeah, um, best way to tell you is to tell you uh, what's around it. Thank you, because I was thinking about, I was like, okay, I know my map of the United States, but I can't really point to it. But now I understand where it's at. So it's not quite on the west coast, but it is further west than I was thinking it was. So thank you. Will's company. Who's Will? Will who? Not sure who Will is. Will. Will. Tell me who Will is. <laughs> What'd you call it? It's a Chituma. Chituma? What the fuck's a Chituma? I don't know what that is. Yeah, send me pictures, Matt. I'm not sure what a Chituma is. Joey Lifts. Hopped in, made, made it. I know you, you've hear it. But this week's was insane, bro. Oh, you hopped in late. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, it was uh it was pretty fucking insane. I'm I was uh very pleased with the way it went this week. Um but again, like you can't go to Rob's and not like put out and go as heavy as you fucking can on the bench. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm pretty, oh, like I said, it's been my first rotation. It's been my first rotation on, uh, on, on my new, on my new, uh, self-designed program. So second rotation is about to start. I'm, I'm really happy with it. Oh, William Lee. Oh, oh, you said Will. And I'm like, Will, 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 William Lee. Okay. Yeah. He makes his own bands. Yeah, I remember that now. Cool. I mean, how it works. He was sending me a couple of... He, show, he showed me one in Texas. He brought it to me. He was, like, showing it to me and stuff. So, yeah. Well, that'd be cool. Hope it works out for you. I don't know what he called it, though. <laughs> I was like, is that Chinese? What is it? Is it a Chinese company? Let's see. Thomas says... <laughs> uh, you're welcome. Maybe when you have the time, I can use some feedback on my bench. 440... 500 is lurking in the distance, seems like. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry. I've been so fucking busy with traveling. I uh, say I'm done traveling, then we travel. <laughs> that means I say, okay, now I'm done traveling, and we travel again. So, yes, I will, I will get in my DMs, and I will, uh, and I will um, look at that for you. Yes. Iron Block is Lee's. Iron Block. Okay. Okay, William Lee's. Gotcha. Cool, cool. Um, so anyway, guys, uh, yeah, we've got the Cope Strong Scholarship is, has been a raging success this year. At the beginning of this year, 2022, in January, we were able to sponsor three young athletes. When I say young athletes, I'm talking about the teenage to junior uh, uh, divisions, okay? 13 to 23. We picked three athletes out of... I think we had 23 or 24 apply. We picked three, and we were able to help out three people. Uh, this year, because of generous donations from uh, people like yourself, uh, we have raised over $5,000. <laughs> and, we're, and we're working towards six. Um, and it's only because of generous donations by yourself uh, giving back to the sport so that we can give back. So thank you all. Whether you have donated or not, still, 
Thank you very much. Um, so I think we, we we got like, what, four or five months left in this year? I think we could probably get to $6,000. So for every $1,000 we raise, we help an athlete. And we we listen to their stories. We read their application. We find those who need it the most. And we we send them a check. We cut them a check for 1000 bucks. If I was that, I remember being that age, being all poverty-stricken, doing this sport that pays absolutely nothing, except ever so recently, but I had to wait 18 years to do it and be the absolute best in history to make money in the sport, even just a little bit. So, you know, I clearly have not done this sport for the money. Um, but anyway, if I was, you know, 19, 20, and I got a check for a thousand bucks, holy shit. I mean, Katie was going to the food banks behind my back without me knowing. We couldn't, I couldn't pay my $25 gym membership. I mean, we were just not doing good, man. I couldn't afford gas to get to work or the gym. Um, things were rough, we, but I was still able to do my sport. I was still able to compete because we made those sacrifices. Hey, let's use our rent money to do this shit. When we get back, when we're done having fun of the meat, we'll figure it out. So that's what it's for. It's for these young athletes to pay for their memberships, buy new equipment, uh, go to competitions, cover hotels or travel, whatever, um, or they can go blow it on fucking Xbox games. I don't care. But uh, the way the kid, some of these kids are today. But it's their choice what they do with it. But it is designed for those who are powerlifters who need help. And uh, I remember needing help when we were that age. So that's what it's for. Uh, so that is on the ColbStrongScholarship.com website. How young athletes can apply. If you have somebody in mind who you think could use it or need it. Remind them that at January 1st to the 31st, they can go apply on the ColbStrongScholarship.com website. And we will see their we will see their application. We will read and review their story with four or five others on a kind of a board. And they might get chosen. We'll see. Okay? So again, someone who's 13 to 23 years old, if you think they need it, uh, have them apply. It couldn't hurt, right? So also on the Colbstrong website, so Colbstrong.com. I will be uh, opening up five spots uh, for personal one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching. The coaching that I do for about four athletes right now, about to be five next month, we're opening up five spots. Uh, that style of coaching is me programming you week by week by week. I talk to you during the week. I talk to you on the weekend. Every Sunday night, I send you your workouts for the week, okay? Uh, generally speaking, for a 12-week period, just three months, Two bench workouts a week. Uh, I charge three fifty, a little steep, but hey, I gotta live. Uh, we're doing five spots available for that. We also got five spots opening up for just a uh, kind of a general like uh, custom program that's like pre-written out. I just kind of write it down for you, and you just kind of follow it along. Okay, so five and five, ten spots going to be available uh, for coaching right now from me on the Colpstrong.com website. Let's see, Thomas. How often do you recommend people to go 50 to 100 pounds or more above their current training weight to get adjusted to heavier weights but also not to burn out and have bone and tendons adjust and heal? Uh, probably once a month would be safe, which is what I'm doing right now. Uh, I have a rotation where at the very fourth week, at the end of the rotation, I go as heavy as I possibly fucking can, which is what I did this weekend. Um, so once a month is fine. But I, once, but you're gonna have once you do that overload, you're gonna have to take like you might be screwed for not one, but like up to two weeks 
your CNS will be fried. So keep that in mind. So about once a month. If you're really struggling, once every six weeks is probably a good idea. Let's see. What is, what's your job outside of lifting if you have one? Well, I'm a uh, Marine Corps veteran. Uh, so I've got some uh, VA disability that I get uh, for my time in service. I also run and own a small uh, screen printing business with my wife that we do. So I screen print shirts. Uh, she does stickers and things like that. We make towels, make shirts uh, for small business uh, people. Uh, she does decks of cards. Uh, I, just, I just got done printing 30 towels for my gym, screen printing some towels. Uh, I also run the Patreon. I run Patreon, which is 10 bucks a month. Anybody that's interested, I always say, uh, my Patreon is where I do all the behind-the-scenes stuff, okay? Uh, I, I record all my workouts five days a week, first, first movement to the last movement, every rep with commentary over top of it, okay? Um... <clears throat> And uh, I upload it, and we talk about it. Ten bucks a month, you get to see all the training I do behind the scenes that leads me to these humongous bench presses uh, in training and in competition. So I do that as well, uh, and then I do the coaching. When, when you know when I when I have available spots. Uh, Pat Porter's right here. He's one of my uh, clients right now. <clears throat> the programming is top notch and well exceeds its value. Well, thank you, Pat. <laughs> Appreciate that. Um, I'm only working with four athletes right now. It's about to be five. Uh, Mary Askew from the West Coast will be working with me. It'll bring me to five. I'll take on five more of the personal, like, week-to-week -week types. I'll have a ten total. And then I'll have five more spots available open for those who are wanting just, like, a uh, a program that's just, like, written out. They can just follow along as they please uh, and anybody can contact me at any point. You know, if you have questions about the program, you want to change something, ask questions, they can always contact me. I'm always available. So this is what I do full-time now. Uh, I can kind of thank the military for that. I don't want to because <laughs> that shit was fucking garbage, but, um, you know, it did bring me to a point where I can uh, do powerlifting full-time. Uh, we both work from home. It's fucking amazing. We don't work jobs. I'm not going to go spend my good time uh making somebody else's business uh well we're gonna do that for ourselves i got out of the marine corps and the last thing i wanted to do was go work for somebody at a job that i'm probably gonna fucking hate for somebody that i'm probably not gonna fucking like uh, and spend my time and energy making their business better uh, after being treated like a fucking child and screamed at and yelled at and uh, treated like shit by the marine corps for four years i was like uh not going to do that. So we made it work. We just went out on a limb. We're like, we're going to work for ourselves and hope it works. And it's been, it'll be two years, October 16th, that I've been out. So, uh, yeah, it's working really well. <laughs> I have two, I'm at my two-minute warning, so we'll wrap this up here. Let's see. Oh, Jafari. Justin Jafari. Is that the boot camp Jafari? Can't tell. I can't see in the picture. I'm not sure. Yeah, it might be. I'm not sure. Let's see. I hope, uh, yeah, you're preparing for a championship. I have an F8 custom shirt, three-ply, and I weigh 230 pounds. I think I'll be pushing 800 pounds plus in six weeks. I believe in you. I hope you do it. Uh, let's see. What do you think the next step is to pushing 900 pounds? I'm thinking of getting the new F8 uh, custom in the same size with a collar. Don't know how many layers. How many layers would you recommend me? Triple ply is plenty. I don't think you need four. 
I just think you need training. Time. That's the trick to everything is time, time, time. Use that shirt, learn it, get better at it, get proficient with it. That's what I suggest. That's dope. Thank you for your service. Uh, please don't mention it. How to keep your back from flattening under heavy loads. Uh, lower body leg drive, constant lower body leg drive, and a stronger upper back. That sounds stupid simple, but that is literally the answer to the test. Constant leg drive. If you're flattening out as well, chalk on the back will do nothing. Get sticky spray like baseball bat Marucci and spray your back, and I promise you won't flatten out. <laughs> chalk does not do that. Hey, guys, I'm at, I'm at the end here. I got I to gotta hop off, so... Um, do I suggest the collar? It's more, it's more cosmetic than anything. The stock fate bench collar is just fine. All right, guys, I am at the end. I can no longer stay on here. I'm going to go ahead and let you all go. Have a good rest of your week. We'll talk to you next weekend, probably on Saturday or Sunday. All right, that's all we have for today. If you have questions, comments, suggestions, email us. Colbstrong at gmail.com include power podcast as the email title please subscribe and review this podcast if you haven't already this helps us grow and we appreciate all the feedback you can follow for more content on instagram youtube tiktok and all of those are at the same username at Colbstrong. if you'd like to send me a video of your bench for critique some helpful tips then go to our youtube channel and you can just email me your video at the Colbstrong at gmail.com Check out my website, colpstrong.com, for bench programs, seminar applications, merch, events, and more. And last but not least, we have a nonprofit that we founded to help financially support young powerlifters, the Colpstrong Scholarship. Would be really cool if you could check that out, share, donate, help us help the next generation of lifters. Just go to colpstrongscholarship.com or follow us on Instagram at colpstrongscholarship. That's it. Thanks for listening. And remember, our motto is... Never enough. Just because someone says you've reached the top doesn't mean you're done. You are the only one that can set your limitations. Have a great day.